welcome to Season 3 of Shine Time Radio, an unedited monthly podcast full of coaching, tarot, and life hints and tips for my favourite kind of folk, those dreamers, the schemers, and the magic makers. I'm your host, Jenny Robertson, life and intuitive coach, and the holder of space over here at Shine Time Coaching. Hello, everybody. Welcome to July's edition of Shine Time Radio. Um, For those of you who have been following the last few months, um, I've been trying to keep to a theme just to keep my um, self right and to keep some focus with the business. So themes around coaching and tarot. Um, And this month, as requested by the good people over at Instagram, we are focusing on habits. Um, which I was really excited about because um, habits, I've got a special, habits have a special place in my heart, we'll say that. (laughs) Um, And I've always had a bit of a a love-hate thing with habits. I think that they can be um, used to give ourselves a hard time or they could be used to be really supportive and it just depends how we approach them. And there's tons of you know, tips and tricks and hints around how we can do that. So we're going to look at that a little bit today. Um, You may hear some noise in the background. We've got fans going, windows open, children outside playing. Moose, the puppy is, he's not really a puppy, he's over a year old now, but he's a big puppy, is moving about. So um, if you can hear that, that's just life happening around us. (laughs) Um, So as a coach, I love working with habits with my clients and um i've done specifically habit-based work with quite a few people i absolutely love doing it um i've always had a bit of a thing or know that i thrive in a little bit of structure routine and um understanding how and why i'm doing the things i'm doing um it's kind of always been a part of who i am um it works for me as a mom it works for me as a teacher, as a life coach. My Virgo son is very happy <laughs> with sort of some kind of routine and structure. Um, it's been a part of my life since I was really young. Um, I've always been a- into sports and sports have, you know, that sort of structure and routine around them. You know, we've, I was a competitive swimmer from the time I was 10 onwards and we practiced twice a day and the first practice was really early. So yeah, we absolutely had to make sure our habits were nailed. Um, and it was really important to make sure that, you know, not only just the practice part, but you know, the, you know, making sure we were eating enough, making sure that we were well hydrated, making sure that we had lots of plenty of rest. Like, you know, there was things built into our day. Um, I grew up in a home that was very safe feeling because there was lots of routine um, and there was a lot, you know, we knew with a, a general structure, there was absolutely flexibility and there was absolutely, um, you know, time to be kids and time to, to do our own thing. In fact, there was a ton of time for us to be quite free in what we were you know, getting up to. Um, but there was a, a real structure around the day, you know, around mealtimes, around expectations, around bedtime. Like there was just that flex, you know, that sort of flexible habit feel. And it was fab, really supportive. Um, you know, when I moved to go to uni, I had to adapt that flexibility, that sort of habit work for myself. Didn't necessarily go 
well right away when I had full freedom as a young adult, but we got there eventually. <laughs> um, as a teacher, habits are um, so important. Structure, routine, habits are so important, um, especially when I was working with the wee ones. Um, they really love a bit of supportive habits. They really love a bit of um, flexible habit work. They like to know what's happening in the day. They like to know what's happening at first and what's coming next. Um, they like to know when they can kind of explore and thrive, you know, and be, um, have a bit of free time, but they also like to know what's going on. Um, and it really, really supported a um, classroom where I feel the children were able to thrive. So, um, yeah, the classroom would run really smoothly. It would be really, you know, especially at the P1s, primary ones, four, uh, five and six coming in. And, um, and you know, our classroom, or sometimes four and five, I should say, coming into P1. So it would be very, you know, teacher, adult based first about, about what the routines were, what the habits would be. But then the children would get used to them and they would start picking up and we would start handing more of the responsibility over to them. So we'd have you know, by the end of the year, the children were in charge of like calendar time, um, setting up for the next activity, you know, tidying away when it was tidying away, you could have put some music on and they knew that that was a, the clue or key to start something, a certain activity or to start tidying up or to start setting up for something. And it was just, it was such a, um, a joy to watch the children move from coming into an unknown space with unknown people and then very confidently moving into being in charge of their own environment for the most part, you know, in a way that they could see how the habits would really work for them. Um, and yeah, when the kids were in charge of more and more as the year went on, we had that consistent habit base there for them to be able to do that. And it was really, um, yeah, it's a lovely thing to watch and it's a really exciting thing to see the kids be able to do that. Um, it actually allows for a lot more freedom and exploration because so much of the important stuff, you know, the stuff that needed to get done, the stuff that would made the community of the classroom run more smoothly was taken care of automatically so that there was a little bit more room for um, expression and um, exploration and freedom. And yeah, when you see that with we ones, you can feel how that actually works in our own lives as well. Um, we can all thrive when we figure out what would work best for us and when we identify the habits that support that and then slowly integrate them into our lives. Now, to be honest, <laughs> I'm, um, you know, there's a real importance around with habit work is to figuring out who we are as people you know, what motivates us, what works for us, what doesn't work for us, what, um, you know, what parts of the habits do we, are we more able to engage with? Because I'm going to be honest with you here. Um, I'm a little bit shite with the consistency piece of a habit. <laughs> um, I can now completely recognize and own this part of myself without shame and without being, you know, really judgmental around myself. Um, it doesn't, it's just, I can be neutral about it. It doesn't have a moral value that I, um, that consistency isn't my best gift. It's not my best thing. I don't even have to like, it's not good or bad. It's just, that is the way it is. This is, that's me as a person. I love, um, 
new shiny things. I love exploring things and jumping from thing to thing. And I know that's part of who I am. And yes, there may be a reason behind that, which I can explore again in a neutral way and get curious about. Um, it's just important feedback for me. Like I can support myself with it when I know and figure out what's going on. So knowing that I am um, a bit shite, <laughs> being consistent with something, with a habit that I know is for me, I've done all the work behind how it's for me, I understand why, you know, building habits is important. I understand all the, the sort of technical stuff behind it. Um, and I can also say to myself, so what do I need? What support do I need to be able to stick with it? You know, um, that's the piece I need to, to, to work on. That's a little bit more tricky for myself. And so I can support myself, you know, in that way. Um, it's yeah. So setting up and starting new supportive habits isn't tricky. It's not tricky for me. It's the sticking with them that I need a bit more, um, focus on. And that's obviously totally fine. Um, so learning about ourselves, understanding what our core values are, understanding how we tick, understanding sort of when we work best in the day and how we work best is really, really important. Like getting to know ourselves is key to doing any kind of habit work. And we can do that in a really neutral and, um, observational way. Um, we don't have to add that added sort of pressure or shame of like having a moral value to that. Um, and that's easier said than done because it is um, sort of ingrained in our society that the way certain people do certain things is good, quote unquote, and the way other people do things is bad. Um, and, you know, and, and there is a certain personality type that is um, held up as being valuable um, I think in, in our society and that particularly is a bit more, um, extroverted, um, you know, the go, go hard or go home, <laughs> like hard worker does all the things in the day as more, seems to have like, you know, the energy and unlimited support, you know, source of energy and all that kind of stuff. And that was seen as like, that's why productive and successful and all that kind of stuff. And then there's people who, I mean, we're talking, there's a huge um, spectrum of people and how they approach things um, that, that's good and in other ways aren't as good. So we can, if we can sort of strip that back for ourselves and get back to like being really just curious about who we are and how we work and how we work best and what works for us and what doesn't work for us and what our abilities and skills set and all that kind of stuff, you know, looking at it that way, we can support ourselves so much better. Um, so there's a few things that have helped me identify and choose the habit, which will support me best. And then there's also some things that I do now that will help me stick with them. <laughs> um, and some of the things that really help, I help me identify the habits that are best for me and that I use to work with my clients and my, my lovely people that come to me for habit work is, um, letting yourself be open to learning about how you work best. We've talked about that one, how you work best, how you move best, create, how you love, how you rest, like basically being really honest about who you are, what you like and how you operate best. So important. Um, again, just in a neutral, like, ah, this is, I know this about myself. I know that I'm a morning person, or I know that I'm an evening person, or I know that, um, I like, 
a little tough love for myself or I know that I need to be gentle with myself or um, I work best on so many hours of sleep. You know, like just being really gently curious about ourselves is so important. Um, also identifying your core values so that you are making sure that the habits are in alignment with who you are at your very foundation. Um, next month in the coaching I'm going to do a coaching thing themed month for August and I'll be looking more closely at core values and there will be a core values freebie in the August newsletter. So keep an eye out for that. Um, prioritizing how you feel, how, how a habit makes you feel over the attainment of a thing or a goal is so important. Um, one example for me is movement. So, um, I've kind of gotten into this recently and in, in, on Instagram, but I am an ex-athlete um, and movement for me always had to have, had to be for something, a competition. It had to have like a competitive nature to it, or it had to like support body goals, or it had to like, you know, that kind of stuff. Whereas now I've had to detach from that and re-engage with movement in a way and how it makes me feel in terms of um, the energy it gives me. Um, the, the feeling of being strong, the feeling of being capable, being able to, you know, keep promises to myself, um, being able to like, make sure that I'm stretched and flexible so that I can move in certain ways. It's that, that kind of thing for me. So prioritizing how I feel with movement over the attainment of any kind of body goal, you know, um, how I might, how it might make me look, all that kind of stuff has been hugely transformational for me. Um, another thing that really ha helps me stick to my habits is letting myself visualize my ideal future self so that I can move in that direction. And future self work is a huge part of life coaching. So life coaching essentially takes it's forward thinking. You're looking at where you want to go. Um, you're really focusing on how you want your life to be or feel and then you're moving yourself towards that way and so if you can visualize how you want things to be it's much easier to stick to your habits now that are going to help you meet that future um self that how you want things to be and that can be a general future self it could be specifically in work specifically if you've got a movement goal specifically um in a business goal specific, you know, like it can, in a family goal and your relationship goals, it can be specific, but it also can be like a general, how you want your life to feel kind of goal. Um, so letting yourself visualize that and then spending time doing a daily visualization in general is a wonderful tool. So you can visualize how your day with your habits might go. You can visualize how you might feel after your habit work you know after you've implemented that habit for a while how might you feel you can visualize yourself like you know with your ideal day and your ideal habits and letting yourself imagine how that might feel is really really um supportive um getting down to the nitty-gritty it's really important that you choose one habit at a time that you make it small and that you make it sustainable. And it's really important. Um, and there's lots of ways you can do this. I would recommend heading to Instagram and checking out the kind hearted habits manifesto that's on there. Um, and if you go to the blog, there's a link to it as well. Really, really important um, things on there that can help get us started.
So that's how I identify and connect to my habits. Some of the things that help me stick to my habits, and this is where this is the piece that I find tricky. So using tools like a habit tracker or a checklist. Um, there's a really lovely habit tracker course that I've created that you can find on um, in the Shine Time School over on the website. Um, another thing I do is if it's a specific habit, for example, this movement habit is having a support buddy. Um, the one thing I would say with a support buddy is just make sure they have the same mentality as you around the approach. <laughs> because if you're trying like for example, me buddying up with someone who's like no excuses, go hard or go home for movement or is really focused on like weight loss only as a, as a motivation for movement, that's not going to work for me. And that's my own stuff because I know that's not how I work best. So my support buddy is we're on the same mindset, sort of same page in terms of why we're doing, we have our own reasons for the movement goals, you know, but we are kind of our approach is very similar. So it makes it easier. And it's been a huge support for that movement aspect for me. I did a lot of work behind it for myself, (laughs) but having that support buddy now and to maintain it is brilliant. It's been really lovely. Um, you can do things like making it really visual, visual and easy, like making sure that the thing you want to incorporate, the habit that you want to incorporate in your life is one you like almost you can't ignore, you know. So for me, I've been putting my workout clothes out. So when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is put my workout clothes on. If I have my workout clothes on, um, chances are I'm going to work out <laughs> a little bit higher. Um if you're trying to drink more water, put more water bottles around the house for the day, you know, fill up your bottles and put them in places that are high, you know, easy to see. You can grab and drink as you go. Um, you can set alarms and you can set reminders. You can write out your why and have it where you can see it when you first open up your eyes in the morning after sleeping or, you know, have it next to your coffee maker to remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Um, you could have it on your phone as your, as your, um, lock screen. You know, there's so many ways to do that to make it really visual. And you can also stack it with a habit you're already doing. So you want to be better at taking your vitamins, then maybe put it next to your toothbrush that you use every morning or every evening, right? You brush your teeth every day. You don't even think about it. You just do it. Pop your vitamins next to it. Chances are you're going to see it and you'll probably be more likely to take them. Um, Spend time every day connecting to your core values and your why. Make it a a part of your morning, you know, if that's what you want to do or make it, put it on your lock screen again of your phone. That's a great way to remind yourself what you're doing. So your core values or your why statement is there every day. Um, and you can work with a coach. (laughs) I've done this. I've worked with a coach for myself and I work with, um, some lovely people who come to me for some, um, habit work. And I sometimes just need that space or people need that space to get out of my own brain and into a safe space where I can explore things and maybe get a bit of a perspective from someone else who um, isn't as emotionally attached to the things that are going on. Um, and I can do that for you. That's something I absolutely love to do. So if this is something you're looking for, um, you can check out the coaching option over in work with me on um, the website. So there's so many ways that you can support yourself. Like, there's so many things to do and there's an awful lot I'm going through. I'm breaking up all of this on Instagram right now and doing a a post a day on specific things so that if this is feeling like a a lot, you can check out Instagram just now. You can also check out the blog, which kind of breaks it down as well. Um, Just to 
yeah, have some different options. Um, resources. Oh, I'm here. I'm here doing it. Got obviously Instagram. There's that tracker habit tracker course. And of course there's coaching that we can work together. Um, there's tons of books out there. Uh, I've made a list over on the blog for you to have a look at. Um, some of my favorites and a couple people I really love working with over on Instagram um, are Balance365 Life, um, the ladies there, and Sharon at Wholehearted Coaching does a ton of really cool and lovely um, approaches to habits. And for the final thing to have a think about are um, some troubleshooting things. So some of the things that get in the way of our habit development or us connecting to habits or maintaining habits um, as one, having an all or nothing mentality, like perfectionism is going to kill a habit dead faster than anything. Let me tell you, like, honestly, perfectionism is the death of a most, it's the death of creativity. It's the death of habits. It's the death of like a lot of good things we want to have in our lives. So, um, one of the things that the balance girls introduced me to was an all or something mentality, um, which is really, really supportive. So if we're doing a little bit every day, that's better than doing nothing at all. Right. Huge. Um, one of the, another problems that often come up for people starting habits is that you're trying to do too much too quick. So slow it down, break it down, chunk it up, take it a day at a time. Um, do one thing, start with one thing, keep it small and sustainable. Um, another problem can be that you stop too soon. So, small habits will produce small changes, but if you give it enough time, those changes will become bigger and bigger if you give it time and you trust the process. So sometimes we just, we just stop things a bit too soon before they're actually starting to make a real impact. Um, and another one is perhaps that your habit isn't right for you. And I would recommend for someone who's struggling to connect to habit, to go back to actually connect with your core values and to connect to who you are as a person, how you tick as a person, and what really actually works best for you and what you really actually want. That's huge, huge, huge. So yeah, some of those, uh, those are some of the troubleshooting things I often see come up um, around people working with habits. So yeah, there's a lot there. And I know, um, you know, that I'm, I'm totally in it, like I'm in it. I love this work. It's some of my favorite kind of work to do. Um, I'm working on two habits right now, focusing on these are habits that have been around for a long time. So I'm more looking at the quality of the habit and sort of expanding a little bit on what I do within the habit each day so that I'm just improving it and making sure that it's sticking with who I am as a person. Um, two of the habits are one is getting up in the morning and having some morning magic time, which is quiet, reflective time for myself. I use my tarot deck. I do a daily pull. I visualize my future me. I set intentions for the day and I journal around how I would like the day to be. And I do a little coaching. So for myself, and it's a, it's a really lovely time. Um, I didn't start it like that. And actually today's in, over the next few days, I'll talk about how I developed to that level of habit. Um, it's a habit I've been engaging with for a long, long time and I've slowly built it up through trial and error, <laughs> as with all things. Um, and again, another habit that I've often, almost always have engaged with in my life, but I've come back to and I'm slowly building up in a more sustainable and supportive way is some daily movement. Um, 
And so, yeah, I've had to reconnect with my core values for this one and reframe movement for myself as an ex-athlete. Um, and I also have engaged with a supportive movement buddy, so that's going really, really well. Um, yes, I hope that your month is going well. I hope that your habits are, are serving you and supportive of where you want to be and where you're at now. And you know that I'm here for this chat. If you have any questions, you can always send me a wee DM over on Instagram or um, ping me an email through the website. Thank you for joining me this month and happy habit work. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work we do over on the website, shinetimecoaching.com and Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a wee review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and a whole lot of what you need. Until next time, take care, lovelies.